Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Turns out it wasn't the year of South Florida. It was the start of a decade of dominance. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. Who ready? I'm ready. Who ready? I'm ready. Who ready? I'm ready. Well, give me my darn theme music, dude. Ken Lavica. Get a run in, make an early cocktail, put a gummy in half. Theo Dorsey. Very excited to have the opportunity to add him to the team. Stone Labanowitz. When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. You know, I I didn't think it was possible to repeat the magic that we felt this year. I want to say last year, last sports seasons, but this year, back in March, April, May, June, the run that South Florida had, the strangle it had on sports with the FAU men's basketball run, with the Miami Heat's push as an eight seed out of the play-in all the way into the NBA Finals with the Florida Panthers doing the same thing in hockey to the Stanley Cup Final and the magic we found with the Miami Dolphins later on in the year. 2023 is going to go down as the year of South Florida when it comes to sports. And just last night with a heat win, with the Panthers win, and also an FAU men's basketball win opening up their season in Chicago. I am here to declare right now the year of South Florida is not over, and it might just be the start of something that is going to be, dare I say, dominant. What's good, y'all? It's it's a good good, good, uh, Thursday, a thirsty Thursday here on LaVica, Theo, and Stone. Um, You know, of course, myself here, Big Teddy Takeover, Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. We've got a special guest in the house tonight with the absence of Ken Lavica, who is traveling back from Chicago. Safe travels, my brother, uh, following a 1-0 start to the FAU men's basketball season. We have the Dominican Queen, or as I say, the Dominican diva, Jeanette Javier in the studio, baby. Hola, everybody. Excited to be here. Back in the 12-2 spot for a little bit. It's a special treat here today. I mean, we got Stone Labanowitz as well on the ones and twos. Stone, I mean, this this trio right here, we haven't done this in maybe over a year. This is more indicative of the run that South Florida sports is on right now. Who, who motherfuckers? I'm so excited. I'm so excited. It was an awesome, awesome slate of games last night. We had our teams all catching dubs. Uh, you did forget to mention the Miami Hurricanes basketball team. It's oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. They're they also there. were in the final four. Obviously, a lot of fans in this market of that team, so I didn't want to leave them out, but excited to be here. Let's get a rock. And Ken Lavica will be joining us at 1 o'clock. We're just going to phone him. Yeah. But uh, he's on his way back traveling from that dub last night in Chicago, but he'll be joining us in about an hour. I do want to mention when all of the South Florida teams are dominant again this sports season, we have to attribute it to this show of yeah. us three being back together. Yeah. It's only, it is a, it's got to be the writing on the wall in a good way. It's got to be a mark <laughs> of the dominance that following the night where all three teams mm-hmm. come off the big win, the Miami Hurricanes as well. Uh, and then think about it tomorrow, Inter Miami plays in an exhibition against uh, New York City FC. Lionel Messi, his <sighs> injection into the sports scene here in South Florida, a part of this run. So many different points. Uh, along the graph you can point to uh, in this year of dominance for South Florida. And it just keeps going. And this is one of them right here. This is historic. Absolutely. Can we mention the Miami Dolphins and that incredible game versus the Broncos? Yeah, 70 to 20. I mean, you you, you set records, or at least they could have set a record, but they're more focused on the total goal. But beating a team by 50 points in the regular season. <laughs> Making it look easy. Making it look saucy. is uh, That's the way that South Florida sports has been doing right now. But it, it does raise this for me. Because right now it's the regular season, Jeanette. Like right now, it's fun to pick up wins. It's nice to see what you have out of your teams. It's nice to get a feel for what you could do when the games matter the most. But as as we come on the heels of these wins, and as we celebrate these teams picking up wins in the regular season, it makes me think back. Which one of these squads that gave us the pure joy, that gave us the pure unexpected uh, runs last year in the postseason can repeat that level of dominance, can repeat that level of, of being a, a contender in their own leagues here in this upcoming year. And it, I feel foolish for thinking it. Um, I almost don't want to say it out loud on, and on, on wax. I don't want people to know that I was predicting this eight games into the NBA season, but there's something bubbling in me, man. It might be us coming off of a great Miami Heat media day. 
It might be off of me seeing the heat in FAU at, mm-hmm. at the Boca Raton campus, getting ready at training camp, having the meeting of minds of Dusty May and Eric Spolstra. Mm. But I think of all of the South Florida teams that made runs this year that filled our hearts with joy, the Miami Heat, the Florida Panthers, the Miami Dolphins, FAU men's basketball, the Miami Heat team that topped the Grizzlies last night, 108-102, has the best shot at repeating the run they did last year. Jeanette, it's Eric Spolster. It's Bam Adebayo. Period. It's, it's Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. All right. We, we already got a, a, a good grasp on what this team can do three of the past four years in the Eastern Conference Finals. When you're making a case for which one of these South Florida teams can repeat what they did, why not go to the squad that has done it the most consistently over the past four years? Not just last year, and that's been the Miami Heat who have been on the doorstep of winning a championship every single season since Jimmy Butler stepped foot in uh, on Biscayne Boulevard. Give me the Miami Heat. Uh, tell me that in April, May, this Heat team is, is, is firing on all cylinders. They've got something great in their rookie, Jaime Jaquez Jr., who, by the way, who, by the way, put the uh, icing on the cake against the Grizzlies last night. Uh, can we hear that from, um, is this uh, Sports Sun, Bally Sports Sun? I believe so. Let's go Bally Sports Sun, Heat, Grizzlies, uh, Jaime Jaquez Jr., first round pick, delivering the dagger from the corner. Now we'll let the clock tick. Now he's double. Ross, bam, has it. Finds Butler with 11 on the shot clock. Robinson to Jaquez Jr., a quarter three, kaboom! The biggest shot of his rookie season drops for Hawkins. We're eight games in. The Heat are four and four. Doesn't look beautiful, but they've now won three straight. Count them three straight. And all of them, including Haywood Highsmith, injecting into that starting lineup. This Miami Heat team is going to find something special. They're going to start clicking. Eric Spolster is going to find the right rotations. They're going to experiment during the regular season. They might not enter the Eastern Conference playoffs with the highest seed. But like we saw last year, it doesn't matter where they start at because the way that they finish and they've done over the past four years has been beautiful. It's been magnificent. It's why Eric Spolstra should have a Coach of the Year award. And it's why I'm picking the Miami Heat as the South Florida team in the year of South Florida 23, 2023, in the year of dominance from South Florida that continues from last year, from the Final Four run, from the playoff, from the Heat, from the Panthers, and continues through this year, I think the Miami Heat have the best chance to repeat what they did, and I can't wait to see it. Uh, Jeanette, I-, I see what shirt you're wearing today. Yeah, um, yes, just so everybody knows, it's the FAU men's basketball Adidas shirt that we that FAU fans got after they went to New York yes. in the Adidas store yes. after an incredible Final Four NCAA run. So we were both out there in New York City to witness a lot of that for ourselves in the Sweet 16 Elite Eight. Uh, we saw that run up close and personal, so I know which way you're leaning here. But I have to ask the question. I have to ask the question. Which South Florida team that played a key cog in this whole machine of the year of 2023 being a South Florida sports dominance, which South Florida team do you think can repeat what they did in the year prior? I don't I mean I believe in the heat at all. But let me talk to you about a team that was consistent during the regular season. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about a team whose coach was named the CBS Sports National Coach of the Year. Mm. All right? Mm. Eric Spolster didn't get that. He ain't get it. Let me tell you about a basketball team. I don't know if he was eligible, but. (laughs) Let me tell you about a basketball team who has all 14 of their eligible players coming back. The only reason they lost one is because one graduated. Michael Forrest, congratulations. Let me tell you about a team who John L. Davis, he's on the Jerry West Award watch list. Yep. Not only that, but this team is, was, the most winning team in all of college basketball. We're talking about the Florida Atlantic University oh, what men's a basketball team. Wait, you're, t- okay. you're talking about FAU men's basketball that whole time? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, tell me more. I was, I was on the edge of my seat. I, you didn't give it away with the first hint. <laughs> and here, here's some more accolades because I just can brag about my alma mater all day long. All right? Last season, Dusty May... Not to get unprofessional, but we called him Zaddy May. Okay. All right. Led Florida Atlantic to a collection of program records. 
most field goals, most three-pointers made, most rebounds, most assists. He coached Davis to CUSA Sixth Player of the Year, first time all CUSA. Do you want me to keep going? We're getting off track because my question is, why are they going to be able to do it again? I just told you. Everyone is back. All 14 eligible players. And you know what? Michael Forrest is out. What are they going to do? Not a problem. Nick Boyd, who I don't remember, had that clutch layup against Memphis that sent the Owls to the next round in the NCAA tournament. Well, he's going to expand and fill in that spot. Well, what about the big guys? That, that no, 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 worried about it. Don't worry, Stone. <laughs> One thing that the Owls have consistently talked about is being more up tempo, and that was something that people, a lot of people, discussed about the Owls. Like, oh, they're they're moving slow. Not a problem. They've been working on it. And the big guys. Yeah. We got six, seven sophomore Trey Carroll, six, eight junior Isaiah Gaines. Vlad you got the Golden, roster right in front of you. Come on now. And sure, then. Um, well, how'd you like them last night? How'd you like what they did last night? Because I think that should be your starting point, right? They, well, they, I, well, oh, so now the, you just want the, to talk about last night, not the, the whole season. No, they look, they look good. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving, they I'm, look good, honey. They dominated. Yes, they never trail yes. at all. And if, in the beginning of the game, sure, it looked a little sketch. Of course, I mean, how could you not? But what? Who was it? Uh, what? <laughs> Sorry, I'm so hyped right yeah, now. Yeah, I was about to say, you're, you're, you're over your skis right now. I am, over these I just, I'm just really excited about this. I, Not only did they never trail in their 75-62 to 62 victory, yeah. but when I guess the turning point was when um, Brandon Weatherspoon, who was in for Elijah oh. Martin because he was out, he hit three three-pointers 30 seconds apart and yeah. critical on defense. Uh, they forced Layola turnovers. How many? 18. 18 turnovers. That, that's a winning formula. And you can tell Jeanette did her research <laughs> on the FAU men's basketball team, which Y'all we appreciate. Me. And we did want you to. Yes, we wanted you to maybe like deliver it like here and there. You just gave it all to us at once. You're going to run out of your papers. You're going to throw those I'd away now. I'd be more than happy to say everything again. Yeah, no. <laughs> out of all of those, I think where Jeanette leans most is as far as why this team can do it and why they'd be most likely to hoist a trophy, being one of the teams in Florida, is returning 14 guys. Yeah. I mean, there's not many college basketball teams in the country that are returning 14 guys. So, so that'd be the strong and I think the main reason. Not, and especially in this day where you have the NIL. And of course, these guys, people were probably throwing them money, trying to get them to different organizations yeah. and whatnot. They're like, no, they trust Dusty May. They believe in the system they have built. Owl Nation, baby, let's run it back. They want to run it back. They want to finish what they started. Do we have the run it back video from the FAU men's basketball Twitter that they put out? Because ahead of the... Uh, the Barstool Sports Invitational out there in Chicago, which again is why Ken Lavica is is out right now. He'll be back at the one o'clock hour. We also have his call from last night. We have his call from last night's FAU win by uh, fifteen over Loyola. We have the run it back video. This, if you haven't, if you haven't seen it or heard it, and also if you just don't know what the vibes are like in Boca Raton right now around the FAU men's basketball team, just just lean your ear in close right here. Listen in to the Owls. It's this is like a kind of like a prelude to the season it's it's a get you in the vibes type moment here it is the owls um i would call it a a trailer for the men's basketball season hype video hype video let's let's rock out what if i told you that a university that's only been around for 60 years took the sports world by storm and became the best story in college sports that a campus that was once a World War II base blossomed into one of the most up-and-coming schools in the country, now oozing with school pride and lined by palm trees. That a mid-major basketball program went from total obscurity to the grandest stage of them all in the blink of an eye. This is the story of Florida Atlantic basketball. From unheralded recruits to celebrities. Under the direction of its selfless leader and its cast of team first characters, they took the nation on an unforgettable ride last year. The entire cast returns, and this time, the expectations are even bigger. Will they meet the moment? There's unfinished business to tend to. Only one way to tell. Run it back. I had the honor of being the MC for Paradise Madness, which mm. is the FAU men's basketball and women's basketball 
kind of kickoff and celebration. They rose the FAU men's basketball banner, Final yep. Four banner. Final Four. Uh, up in the Ellie. They are absolutely embracing this team's success. The Ellie has new lights, a huge new video screen. New floor. New floor. Hardwood got palm trees, lathered in palm trees now. They are embracing the Beach Boys yeah. and the success that they have had. Next, this season is going to kind of cement the legacy of last season. Yeah. If you ain't betting on FAU men's basketball to kind of redo or to be the number one leader in the South Florida sports world, you, you're doing it wrong. So here's the question then. Here's the question because I have the Miami Heat making it back to the um, to the NBA Finals this year, right? I have the Miami Heat actually repeating exactly what they did. Maybe not winning it. The West is strong up top. I don't think the Heat did anything to really answer for what problems the Denver Nuggets um, posed. Thomas Bryant's a good backup big uh, you know, that helps out. Haywood Highsmith playing more minutes can help. I don't think they get over the hump. I think that he can make it to the NBA Finals, though. I'm not so afraid of the Eastern Conference contenders. For you, what does FAU, quote-unquote, running it back look like? What does success look like for the Owls if you're picking them as the one South Florida team? And again, the question is, of all the South Florida teams that made their historic runs this past year, in 2023, which one is most poised to do it again? I got the Miami Heat. Jeanette, you picked the FAU Owls. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? Is it Final Four? Is it Sweet 16? Is it winning a national championship? Definitely Sweet 16, Elite Eight. Yeah. I do believe that they will go back to the Final Four. You believe they go back to the Final Four? I can confidently say that. All Oof. right. I Oof. like it. I like it. So they pull a Butler maybe, a back-to-back Final Four, four appearances, uh, and, and that would be running it back. That would be cementing that legacy, and that would be – They play uh, Butler very soon? That would be documentary worthy. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Uh, it's the year of South Florida. It continues. But of all the teams, the Florida Panthers, who won last night in overtime – the Miami Heat, who got over the uh, Memphis Grizzlies, the lowly Memphis Grizzlies, but they've won over. three in a row. They've won three in a row right here, the Miami Heat, um, and we're going to have to talk about the Tyler Hero news. I'm a little sad about that. Um, or the Miami Dolphins, who have shown to have one of the greatest offenses of all time, and, of course, the FAU men's basketball team. Which squad has the best chance of repeating their dominance from last year? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. I've got the heat. Jeanette has FAU men's basketball. Stone Labanowitz, um, who sits here in the Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, rocking a Florida Gators hat of all of all teams With right a now. Heat shirt. With a heat shirt. Yep. I'm a little confused at your your outfit choice today, what? but and what have you ever rooted for you, UF? Uh, I'm a big UF fan. Big Billy Napier fan. Big Graham Mertz fan. I love me some go-getter. Yeah. It's the week of uh, Miami, Florida State, so I'm trying to hide, right? I'm trying to put my yeah. fandom elsewhere, put my energy where it wait, belongs. Wait, why aren't you doubling down on UM, though? <laughs> Mr. UM over here. Why would he? <laughs> also, you're being fair weather now. I can't Heard. stomach that. Heard. There's no shot I stomach that. I don't even think Crystal Ball wants to go out there to Tallahassee uh, this 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 weekend. <laughs> I don't think any of the guys want to go and make that trip. I mean, after what Florida State did to Miami at the crib last year, I don't think any of them want to go out to the Doak and really get, get that nail put in their coffin, but we'll see what happens on Saturday. But we're focusing on the year of South Florida run, which the Miami Hurricanes football team certainly was not a part of. So Stone, Heat, <laughs> Panthers, Hurricanes basketball. FAU men's basketball, even Inter Miami. I'll throw them into the discussion because they went and got in. Uh, you know, they went, they went and got Lionel Messi. They were part of that magical run. Who do you think can repeat what they did this previous postseason? It's really hard uh, just to even point to one of these teams with the starts that they've had. I mean, you're going Miami Heat. I don't think there's a shot in hell you get past <laughs> the Bucks team. Philadelphia 76ers teams that have started out the season seven and one. I mean, they look really good. Get rid of Harden. Tyrese Maxey has stepped up. Ah. Uh. I don't believe in either of those teams like that, man. Not the, not the Celtics either. I was going to say, you know where I was going next, and obviously that was in Boston. They, uh, we watched them fold year after year. They'll that, fold again. <laughs> that's yeah. a team that I think is favored heavily again over the Miami Heat. And when you get to the playoffs, and I think this is where my main point lies and why I'll tell you where I'm going in a second, but 
when you get into the NBA playoffs, I mean, there's so many games, so many rounds you have to get by that I don't think the Miami Heat can hold up. If you do walk into the playoffs again as an eight seed, seven seed, you're going to have to run the gauntlet. I don't think they're built to run the gauntlet. Now, they weren't built to run the gauntlet yeah, last year. I was about year. to say. I, I know that. But it's just like to, to do it again mathematically, statistically, it, there's not a shot in hell. So, so, but you say that, but this same Miami Heat core has done it three times out of four years. So, what I mean, what are you ignoring history now and just basing it solely off the fact that they were in the play-in and they can't make it to that stage again? But, you see, this is the biggest thing against the Miami Heat, where I mentioned with the FAU men's basketball team, where it's like, it's that consistency. It's that confidence. You saw it from the beginning. We started seeing it last night. You ain't got that with the Miami Heat. So I'm curious to see where Stone goes here. Uh, so with the Miami Heat, so we're talking about a team that's 4-4. Four and four. They started off the season. You lose a guy like Tyler Hero. The, the, as far as the wins that they have, it's the Washington Wizards. You lose to a Brooklyn Nets squad. You beat a Los Angeles Lakers yeah. squad, which, I mean, that's a whole conversation for another day. And a Grizz squad that hasn't even won a basketball game this season. It's not like they've done anything. Now they're without Tyler Hero, so it's going to have to be another Jimmy Butler carrying the load. Bam Adebayo obviously playing really good basketball, but I just don't think they can run the gauntlet. That's why I'm going there. And for Florida Atlantic, it's, amb- it. it's ambitious to talk about getting back to a Final Four, something that was historic, uh, something that was as as vaunted as don't going to Cinderella a Final Four. It, it's too hard. you got to run the gauntlet. Now, there's five games to get back to the Final Four, six to hoist it. So for that, I think there's a chance. Um, keeping up what they did in the regular season last year, another tall task. Uh, these are things that I think they can do. New conference, I, I, too. Yeah, new conference, new foes. You don't have tape on, so... Not willing to go after you. I'm going to the Miami Dolphins. And it's really hard to actually stomach this. They're 6-3 and three right now. Ooh. Sole possession of first place in the AFC East. But the thing for me is you have three games, really, to get to a Super Bowl. And if you slip up and find yourself in a wild card game, that's fine. Then you go divisional. Then you're going to go to the AFC Championship game. So there's only three. That's what makes the sport different than the rest. So I think with that being said, it's about who gets hot in the NFL. We saw Cincinnati do it a few years ago with Joe Burrow. If you can get hot walking into the playoffs... Nobody wants to see you. So I think I'm going Miami Dolphins just because, and I'm not even a believer necessarily in the Miami Dolphins per se, well, like Ken Levicka yeah. is. But with the list of teams that we have here, you see, I haven't even mentioned the Florida Panthers, which boasts the, the best record right now. Seven Harder and, for Hagee. Seven and four. Sam Reinhardt putting the dagger in. What are we in. talking about here, man? <laughs> Reinhardt putting Let's the dagger do that hockey. In, yeah. the, in the caps last night. So I'm going Miami Dolphins for the sole reason that you have to get rid of three teams to get to a Super Bowl, and that's the easiest out of everybody. Can we can we hear that the overtime win for the uh, Florida Panthers last night? Let's, we're going to do that hockey. We got guys <laughs> like, uh, what, what's his name? The young gun, the, the Tyler Hero guy you said. <laughs> Matthew Kachuk. Yeah, my boy Kachuk. Kachuk. We got Carter Verhage. I covered this team in the Stanley Cup final last year. I'm pumped about it. Let's let's hear last night uh, their win in overtime over the Capitals. That's right. This is amazing stuff. <laughs> Fourth overtime game for the Capitals. It's the third. And here's a chance for Barkov right in and he scores! It's Reinhardt the winner just 15 seconds into overtime. Easy dubs for the Panthers. That's Mr. Who again on the goal? That's my guy, Reinhardt. Sam Reinhardt. Sam Reinhardt. The dagger in the caps 15 seconds into OT. Now they're both on a 7-4 record. The Panthers team's not bad. They move. Uh, lost a few guys. No Gouda anymore. But nonetheless, no I'm going to the Miami Dolphins. No Gouda, baby. Oh, I thought cheese. I was like, that sucks <laughs> oh, for them. Oh, goodness. And that 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 there, courtesy of uh, the Panthers TV network, um, the, the, the Florida Panthers, 7-4-1. Uh, now we have some options. I think the Dolphins pick, though, Jeanette, uh, out of all three of us, I got the Miami Heat, a team that the proof is in the pudding. We've seen them go up against these championship contenders year after year and get through that wall. For Florida Atlantic, they're bringing their whole team back, the same team that upset Tennessee, upset K-State, upset Memphis in the tournament to get all the way to the Final Four. They've We've seen it from them on the big stage against the big dogs. But then Stone Labanowitz picks the Miami Dolphins who who beat up on the lowly Broncos and and and, and get off the, when they the, play the, against the, the, the Panthers. Hold on, hold on, pause, pause, pause. The what? The lowly what? Lowly Broncos. The low, oh. lowly Broncos. This yeah. is awkward. Yeah. So I'm not done hold, with hold you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The lowly Broncos, yeah. you say? Yeah. What happened uh, to those lowly Broncos last week? Who'd they play? The, well, oh, who two weeks play? ago, who'd they play? Two weeks ago, the Chiefs. Yeah, they played the Chiefs, and what happened? They got to win. Okay, yeah, so the Lowly Broncos beat win. up on your Kansas City Chiefs. That speaks to the sport of football. It's the NFL. That was a pride win. That was a pride win, a divisional match in the regular season. It was a, wasn't it a Thursday night football you game? You keep the Broncos well, like, out of your mouth. It was a short week. Come the on. The Chiefs were focused on the Dolphins, who they met in, in Frankfurt, Germany, and who they did away with. And that's why we have a clip of, of uh, Ken Levick, who will be on at 1 o'clock today, talking in the Patrick Mahomes voice. 
No, I get it. Because you never bet against those Chiefs. I get it. And I, I think another facet of the sport of football that makes it interesting why I picked them is if it were to be an AFC Championship matchup with the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes does roll up his ankle a week prior, can't play. I mean, these are the things in football that are more so than any other sport that, that's out there. Yeah, it can happen. Anything it can, can happen. happen. It could be the Bills. Anything, any team they come up against in the AFC, if there's a guy missing, I like my chances with the Fens. Yeah, they're going to have to score more than 14 points, though, against a contending team. Score 21! 888-760-3776. Which South Florida sports team has the best chance of repeating their run? It's the year of South Florida, baby, and it ain't going nowhere. We've got Pablo and Jupiter. Pablo and Jupiter, you're on Lavica, Theo, and Stone. What's happening, Pablo? All right. Pablo. 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 He's, see, see, his silence speaks volumes to me, though, because I think what he <laughs> wanted to do there, he was going to side with me. But he was like, you know what? I'll just tee it up for Theo to speak more about those Miami Heat, who Stone is trying to talk down on all of a sudden. But, but we haven't seen what we've gonna get, what we're gonna get out of Nikola Jovic yet. We see Haywood Highsmith. By the way, the past three games, this three-game win streak, which you failed to mention, it's been the three games that Haywood Highsmith has started in. An elite defender, a versatile defender, a guy that's rangy as hell. He gets everywhere. Plus. On offense, he's not a minus. That's the kind of guy you can win playoff series with in your rotation. This is That's why the I'm kind frightened. of guy. I am. This is why I'm frightened because you're bringing up Hayward High School. Oh, yeah, I know what I'm doing. I am, I am so concrete in my decision of going with the FAU men's basketball yeah. team because you are finding every excuse, Theo, with yeah. like what Stone that just said, to support the Miami Heat. And Stone, you mentioned that the Dolphins are on top of the AFC East. Is that really like a thing now to be proud of? Um, the AFC with- East is way better than the AFC West, which is the – uh, division that the Kansas City Chiefs play. And yes, the AFC East is very good. They're very good. Yeah, the we Buffalo got Zach Bills are very on good. The Jets. Maybe if we were at the beginning, you know, yeah. I feel like the conversation towards the AFC East has shifted a little bit. The Bills look that dominant anymore? Uh, the Bills, no. the, the same team that mopped up your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, come on. Is that on. really something to brag about? Um, yeah, I think to a degree it is. I mean, we can't talk down on anything AFC East related. It's a good it's a good division of football. You it, can't you can't say anything negative about that for you men's basketball I mean, <laughs> Say it. I ain't going there. I ain't going there. I ain't it, going there either. I, Who's what, got the name on the show? What I, <laughs> it's Mr. Levicka. I that's think that's the last saying. thing we Say do. It. Go ahead. Look, look. The Dolphins themselves, who Stone is picking to to make it to the Super Bowl now, over the FAU Owls making the Final Four, or the Heat making it back to the Don't act like NBA I'm making finals. a prediction for the Miami Dolphins to go to the Super You're Bowl. You're saying the most likely. They're, They're the most, most likely, likely one to be bunch. able to do it. Go to the Super Bowl? I still think it's an incredible reach by you, but what I'm proud. I'm proud that Ken has rubbed off on you enough. <laughs> oh my God! And he said that, that FAU men's basketball team I wasn't going to go to the final four. Those guys, Lord. Uh, by the way, the uh, last night, uh, Jeanette and I, Stone, you missed it. Last night, Jeanette and I were at the um, Roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Great Chef's Tailgate, another wonderful event um, presented by CP Group and so the Boca good. Raton Innovation Campus. It was an amazing time. It, the, but I will say, it was. We, everybody came for the for the great food and the beverages and the taste testing and the having the chefs judge it. People stayed for the FAU men's basketball watch party that it turned into. I'm up on stage trying to give announcements. I'm hearing people applaud. I'm like, damn, was I that good? <laughs> then I look up and everybody's watching Vlad Golden put up 19 and 10 on Loyola. It was pretty incredible. It was awesome. I had the meat sweats watching FAU, the FAU men's basketball team get their first dub of the season. It was a great evening. It was a good time out there in Boca Raton. And also, I, can't, I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that Duffy's Sports Grill, the one and only Duffy's Sports Grill, well... They won the uh, best beverage of the night for their MVP margarita and all those two-for-ones. The two-for-one drinks you get at Duffy's had to have paid off. Duffy's Sports Grill, the place you want to be this football season or if it's you're a hockey person, this, this NHL season, this college football season, this NBA season, because there's more than 80 televisions at every single Duffy's Sports Grill location. It's the place to be, DuffysMVP.com. Sign up to get your rewards card today. You can track those rewards. You can also be able to track your points, see what kind of rewards you're able to stack up there. And remember, everybody that goes to Duffy's is an MVP, so sign up today, DuffysMVP.com. At Duffy's, our game is always on. Stone called the AFC East a good football division. He did. But it's what Stone called Jeanette Javier that has me kind of questioning the fact that can Stone and Jeanette still be cool anymore? Can they still be friends? I think I'll have to be the mediator. We'll work this out. But what Stone called Jeanette, 
that has their relationship on the brink. Plus, coming soon, we're going to have Evan Cohen from Unsportsmanlike here making his weekly appearance on LaVica, Theo, and Stone. Stone, you watch your mouth. That's Jeanette. I'm Theo. It's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. We've got also Evan Cohen joining the show in about 10 minutes here. Evan Cohen, who you can see um, anywhere, really. You can see him anywhere every morning, 6 to 10 on Unsportsmanlike on ESPN, uh, as well as you can hear him here on ESPN 106.3 Monday through Friday with Chris Canty and Michelle Smallman. We'll have Evan Cohen, uh, the second rendition of his weekly segment here on LaVica, Theo, and Stone. It's Theo Dorsey, a big Teddy take over here. Ken's out. We'll have him at one. We got Stone Labanowitz here and Jeanette Javier making her. What's the last time you've been here 12 to 2 with us, Jeanette? It's been a while. This is my first time since LaVica, Theo, and yeah. Stone being on. This is your debut on LaVica, Theo, and Stone. Absolutely. Well, as we welcome you in and your debut on LaVica, Theo, and Stone, which we're happy to have you here 12 to 2, uh, Stone already trying to put a wrench Trying to trying to screw things up with the relationship of Lavica Theo and Stone mm-hmm. and Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen, the Dominican Diva. Um, this happened what, like two or three weeks ago at this point? No, well, for Stone it happened yesterday. yesterday. Oh, it happened you, yesterday. Yeah, because he just responded just yesterday. Now, oh well, hold on, let's back it all the way up then. So Jeanette, what was it, three or four weeks ago? Mm-hmm. It feels like <laughs> you reached out to everybody here at ESPN West Palm to do what? A TikTok trend where people are asking friends or people that they're close with why they're single. Okay. So I sent all of y'all, the people I'm closest here on the radio with, co-host, reasons like, hey, send me a list of reasons why I'm single in this format. So there's a TikTok trend going around where people are asking their friends why they're single and they'll post a screenshot of the reasons why the friends say that they're single. Jeanette, you texted me that, and I think the same day I returned it because I'm a good friend. You were the first one because yes. Ken sent me a response too, but he took a couple days to respond. You were right on point. I'm right on point you as said, always. I'm in Orlando, so I'm going to use it in your voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said I'm single because you're an Orlando Magic fan. Nobody lives up to Jimmy G or JJ Redick. I air out my dating drum on the radio. My quarterback is Baker Mayfield. I'm a diva, and they can't keep up with my travel schedule. All facts yes okay so perfect i answered it i nailed it i think that'll help your tiktok hopefully people like that uh <laughs> stone labanowitz three weeks later so he's already three <laughs> weeks late um he finally gets back to you with the text and there was just one of those things uh, all of his bullet points were good right you liked most of his bullet points he sent four what four were, bullet what points were, what were mine uh too loud talks about traveling too much trashes american food too often Facts, facts, facts. Okay, and here it is, y'all. Listen closely here. And this is, again, we're breaking this. I, I, I hate to say that this is going to disrupt the relationship here because apparently it's an insult. What was Stone Labanowitz's fourth bullet point for you? And to preface it, Stone has said many things to me that maybe other people would be offended by. Yes. Right, right. Never once have I been offended by Stone until his last reason on why I'm single. Disney adult. He called me a Disney adult, and that has sent me over the edge. Okay. What about that triggers you, Jeanette? Okay. Yes, I am from Orlando. Yes, I am very blessed that I have never paid for a Disney ticket, despite going five or six times a year, pretty much whenever the heck I want. I'm very grateful. I'm very blessed. But here's where you get it confused, Stone, okay? Okay. I was a Marvel fan and a Star Wars fan. This is helping. Way yeah. before Disney acquired both <laughs> franchises, okay? It just happens to be I've been going to Disney more often on my accord because my best friends in Orlando love to spoil me when yes. I'm in town. Only happened since they acquired them that I've been going more often whenever the heck I want. Okay. Okay? The only thing I'll give you is that I have been obsessed with Cinderella since the beginning of my life. My family calls me Cinderella. It's what I do. But y'all didn't know that. So for Stone to sit here and call me a Disney adult, when I do not pay for my tickets, when I go whenever the heck I want, I don't go to Disney and wear the ears or spend a bunch of money. No. I went on your Instagram and found a picture of you drinking with your ears. I screenshotted it so you couldn't hide it. That was my first 
first time in Disney no, Star you're, Wars you're, area, okay? You're, you're in your late 20s and you're wearing the Mickey Minnie Mouse ears. I have I screenshotted it. <laughs> There are two D2 ears. There's a difference, okay? Because I don't Yikes. affiliate myself with the Disney. Wait, can I can I give you guys so so you don't consider yourself a Disney well, adult? I, no. Before, okay, so before Star- before you propose what you're going to propose, I do want to ask Janet a question. So you're talking about you go five six times a year. Uh huh. Um, do your kids enjoy going? I don't have kids. Uh, oh. Oh. You, you, so you go five, six times. So you go five and six times a year. No kids. You're you're thirty three. You're thirty one years old. I turn thirty three next week. Thank you're thirty two you years old, and you have no kids, and you go six times to Disney World. I find it very perplexing. Okay, no, it's frightening. It's scary. I go are, on people's invitation. Are you a Disney adult, Jeanette? No. Stone, is Jeanette a Disney adult? Full-fledged. Okay, I'm going to give you guys the Wikipedia definition of a Disney adult right here. It says, a Disney adult is an adult who is a devout fan of the Walt Disney Company. Common hobbies of Disney adults includes visiting Disney theme parks, collecting Disney merchandise. I don't have that. Oh, my God. You brought us in Star Wars gear. So so does he check the box for visiting Disney parks? Yes. Check. Check. Number two, Jeanette, hold on. Number two, collecting Disney merchandise. Do you have Disney merchandise? Yes. Okay. Super two. Jeanette, 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 look, we are we are holding this is court right now, and you are in contempt. Number three, cosplaying as Disney characters. Jeanette. Woo! Have you in the past couple years cosplayed as a Disney character? What about months? Months? No. Did I wear? Yes. A Darth Vader that's, onesie when yeah. Rogue One came out? Yeah, okay. I okay. did, but again, that was before that. That's three for three. That's, that's before that. Jeanette, we got to go to break soon. Shh. We got to go to break soon. And fourth, consuming content on the Disney Plus streaming service. No. You don't do that. We nope. can't prove that. We can't prove that either. No, so three out of four, 75% at least. So oh. you watch probably Mandalorian or whatever. <laughs> that, yeah, like she's laughing. We're going to bring in We're gonna bring in the big guns. We're going to bring in Evan Cohen oh, from great. Unsportsmanlike, who knows Jeanette better than maybe any of us here at ESPN West Palm. He'll make the final ruling. Stone says you are a Disney adult. I'm leaning towards Stone's decision. What? Jeanette, you're, you're vehemently against it. <laughs> I don't think it's an insult, though. I don't think it's an insult. Yes, it is. Just own it. We'll get Evan Cohen in. We'll get Evan Cohen in, who you did a show with for so long. He'll make the ruling on this one when we return here on LaVica Theo and Stone. That's Stone Labanowitz, former college quarterback. That's Jeanette Javier, Disney adult. I'm Theo Dorsey. It's LaVica Theo and Stone on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Panthers win, Heat win, and Owls win all last night. The year of South Florida and sports continues. Can I hear some of that Some of that Miami Heat post? You know, every single time the Heat win, I like to post on Instagram their repost video, the, the, the win recap. I love that beat. And that, that music. Get, get, me, get me going, Stone. Yes, 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 yes. Three straight for the Miami Heat. Three straight for the Miami Heat, getting back on their feet, trying to take uh, take advantage of some of these regular season games against these softer opponents. We'll take it. We'll take what we can get here on the Vicar Theo and Stone. Uh, and speaking of just taking what we can get, we bring in Evan Cohen from Unsportsmanlike, 6 to 10 a.m. weekdays here on ESPN 106.3 with Chris Canty and Michelle Smallman. Evan Cohen coming on in, and Evan, before we even get you started, I need you to answer a pivotal question we've been uh, going back and forth with all day here today. Stone called Jeanette a Disney adult. Jeanette is offended. Evan, you know you know Jeanette better than anybody at this office uh, of any of our teammates. Is Jeanette Javier a Disney adult? Wait, Jeanette's offended by something somebody said? No way. For real? <laughs> she seems Wait, to- I don't believe you. You're telling me that someone said something that was meant totally in, in love and kindness, and Jeanette thought it meant something. I don't believe you. There's just no way. There's a first- Nothing ever gets under her skin or makes her go crazy on somebody. That would never. I just feel you know, I don't believe it. I just don't believe it. First time for everything, and Stone, of all people, found the two words that set me off. Can you believe that, Evan? 
The two words that set you off. That could be hi, Jeanette, gave the two words that set you off. I don't understand. Why didn't they say hello to me? Why didn't they say Miss Javier? I don't get it. Why did they say hello to me, but they didn't say hello to Stone? They didn't say hello to Theo? Why did they say hello to Christina? They didn't say hello to Josh. What about Ken? I mean, how? Those are the two words, Jeanette, those, of all the words? Those words, I, I, you know, I let that roll off my back, but Disney adult, uh-uh, unacceptable. So, so Evan, to give you some context, Jeanette texted everybody here, or, or I guess the closest co-host from shows here. She asked us why she's single. She's doing a TikTok trend. She asked each of us, give me some reasons why we're single. I gave some really great responses. Ken Levicka did as well. Stone gave three out of four great responses. The fourth one being that she's a Disney adult, which set her off. You Again, you know her very well. You did a show with her, an hour show, no commercials. You guys talked a lot. She shared a lot of dating advice and whatnot. Do you have any reasons why Jeanette is single? Because as I hear it, she didn't come to you with this text, and I'm wondering why that happened. Maybe you have some good stuff. Oh, dear. You know, I pride myself, Theo, on being able to answer questions at any time that anyone asks in any different way, right? I'll go Belichick, Patriot way if I need to. I'll answer honestly. I'll, I'll bounce around an issue, but never lie. I don't know that I've ever been asked a question that regardless of what I answer <laughs> will be haunting for me. It will, it will, my answer to this question will require at least three one hour conversations off air. Yeah. So I have absolutely no way of answering this question where I win. So I'm going to try to do it without lying, oh, and I'm going to do it in a way that I think will not require an extra hour of my time off air. Nice. Jeanette is still single because she wants to be. That was great. I love that. That was well put. I love that. I thought it was going to go completely Can we clip different. that? We got to clip that. Oh, that's that. not, I mean, if I was going to answer like hypothetically off the air and like nobody would hear me and Jeanette wouldn't hear, I would just say the mirror is why she's single, that she needs to Boom look herself it. in the mirror and ask herself questions about herself. But I wouldn't say that out loud in front of people because that would cause too much trouble. So don't, don't worry. I would never say that. Are okay, you good. happy, Stone? Damn. That is just... <laughs> I mean, that's great. That was good stuff. That's great. That was good stuff. That was great taking, talking to you again on air, yeah. Evan. I've really had a blast. <laughs> is he ending your segment? <laughs> Evan Cohen Evan Cohen from Unsportsmanlike 6 to 10. We got him here on LaVica, Theo, and Stone. I'm going to give you a, a question that is our real question of the day. Easier to answer. Um, 2023 was the year of South Florida sports. It still is. We got a Heat win, a Panthers win, and we got a FAU men's basketball win last night. We're debating here. I picked the Miami Heat. I think they can be the one to replicate what they did last year the easiest. Jeanette picked FAU men's basketball. She thinks they can make a run and make it back to the Final Four. That's most likely. Stone Labanowicz, for some reason, picked the Miami Dolphins. I'm, I'm still not over him picking them over these squads. Who do you think out of these South Florida teams can replicate the magic uh, from last year? I'll answer your question, but I'll also give a thought. I think you guys may need to open it up a little bit more because you're talking about teams that are physically located the closest to the studio, but you're not talking about the teams that have the most fans in your market. So the correct answer to this question is FSU football. There are tons of FSU football fans literally within a mile, two miles, three miles of where the studio is. The FSU alumni base is enormous. And when we have a college football playoff team in the state of Florida like FSU, that's the answer. Because I promise you, there are more FSU fans in our market in Palm Beach County than almost any of the teams you just said. Yeah. But so that's the right answer. Well, well, hold on, Evan, the can I, options you gave us. Can I push back on I that? I would say this because you didn't listen to the question. You didn't listen to the question. The question was who can repeat the magic they had last year. FSU is a new team. They weren't part of the year of South Florida. They're just what magic did the Dolphins have last year? Well, they made the playoffs and they got people excited. I don't think the Dolphins were a part of our original question anyways. That's why I'm confused by Stone's insertion of the Dolphins. If we're replicating... Right, because, you know, if you're going to do a magic... If you're going to do a... Let's, let's just do it this way, Theo. If you're doing a state of Florida repeat of magic from 2022-23... Yeah. You can't have the Dolphins in there. You absolutely can have the other three. You even... Not that people care about this, but you could put Miami basketball over Miami Dolphins. The, the Hurricanes, I'm saying, right? Like, you could put that in there. You can't even come close. If that is, you know what? If, if Stone, if that's your answer, if you think the Dolphins are in the conversation for repeating of Magic, that is the ultimate win for Theo on this. Because 
if you're deeming magic to be hovering versus Theo saying, I'm a, and I'm a fan of this team too, uh, my team, in its worst of regular seasons that we've seen in a while, still got to the finals? That is magic. And there is absolutely no reason, and I'm looking at it now at ESPN West Palm, there is no reason for anyone to vote against Theo in any way, shape, or form here because only one team of that group that you put out there in terms of repeat performance from last year has any kind of consistent level of magic. It's just the heat. Why are we grouping them with other... Listen, Panther story, amazing. FAU story, amazing. Nobody's doubting that. But the Miami Heat do have magic every damn year. How dare you, Stone, put the heat in this group? So you're They're above it all. Your magic for Florida State is a cheese it bowl? <laughs> we're, we're trying to replicate a cheese it no, bowl? You know, no, we're trying no, to replicate on, a, a cheese it bowl? Hold on a second. A cheese it bowl. Theo is right. Theo, That's magic. Second. Theo is right. I misheard. I misheard the question. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you oh. did mishear the question. No, I misheard the question. Yeah. Now I think in general we don't pay enough attention to FSU and what's going on there right now. But okay, I misheard the question, right? But in terms of if I'm to alter the question, and I would say who would have this year's version of last year's magic in the state of Florida? It's two answers. I'm sorry. It's just the Heat and FSU. Mm. The other teams cannot be in this conversation. They just can't. The Dolphins don't have a single good win this year. Okay? And the Miami Heat, like, everybody's making a big deal about how great the Sixers have been. You tell me who would pick the Sixers over the Heat in a seven-game series. Give me a break. I, I mean, that's the conversation I just was having here. The, the Heat have done it three out of the past four years. We've seen them make it to this stage. We've seen them make runs. The other teams have been one-offs. I'm going to go with the team that has had the proof in the pudding year after year. I'm going to go with the best coach in all of this in Eric Spolstra. So I like I like where you're going. Evan, you're buttering me up because you're saying I'm right so many times. So now, for some reason, I'm siding with you too as well. A Cheez-It Bowl? <laughs> no, but, but Theo, it, it's not – so there's layers to this question, right? Because – it's, yes, you're right, but my argument for why you're right is the other teams should not be grouped with the Heat. If you actually took the Heat out of the question, I think it's even more interesting because it's like, okay, which one of these teams can be like the Heat and have repeat success? Yeah. Okay, well, now, now we're using the Heat as a standard, right, which they should be used as, which I don't know how anyone could argue that, no. right? I mean, even Jeanette, who wrote it for the Magic Forever, many times over the last few years, I said to me publicly and privately, yeah, I get it now. This team is awesome to watch and awesome to root for. And they're like the people, right, are easy to root for with that organization. Mike McDaniel, insanely easy to root for with the Dolphins. I get it. But using the word repeat and success with the Miami Dolphins, like, what? You wouldn't even put the FAU men's basketball run in terms of magic and success and all of that? No, but Jeanette, I would put it from last year. Are you ready to say like that that level of magic that we saw could be replicated, that's not even a knock on FAU. Like, do you realize that's like, so in other words, based on this barometer, if FAU made it to the Sweet 16 this year, which is unbelievable, and I hope for Dusty May that they do, but that's unbelievable. Based on the poll, they're not living up to the same level of success as a year ago. So all Theo is saying is, does he think the Miami Heat can make it to the finals and lose again? Why would he say no to that? Yeah, we've seen it happen. Uh, speaking of, um, you know, FAU men's basketball team, though, I want to do this exercise with you. We, we've, we've all been critical. Ken Levick I'm himself. I'm not exercising with you. You're way too in shape. <laughs> You're too good looking. I will not exercise with you. No chance. You, now, now, stop acting like you don't be pumping the iron, man. I know you do the push-ups in, in the room he, when you wake up. Yeah, he doesn't. He's not doing that? No. Evan. Do that. Shush. Keep <laughs> it down over there. Work through this with me here, though. We've all been critical, including Ken Levicka, of announcer calls. I want you to hear Ken Levicka last night in his debut of the 2023-2024 Owl season, the first big FAU win over Loyola in Chicago. Here's Ken Levicka on the FAU Basketball Network. Just give me a, a rate 1 through 10 after hearing how lethargic he feels right here. Down to one second. There's the horn. And that's the final from Chicago. Florida Atlantic opens 2023-2024 with a 13-point victory 
Number 10 FAU 75, Loyola 62. That's your final tonight from the Barstool Invitational. Evan. That is, that's a horrible call. Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. That is a, you know, Ken, Ken should know better. Let me tell you something. Yeah, a little, little piece of info here. Do you know that the voice of the Chicago White Sox, okay, Ken's childhood team, left today to go to the Tigers. There is oh. an opening. Oh, the White Sox broadcast network. Uh-oh. Okay, right now, and Ken is in Chicago, right around ESPN 1000 and ESPN Chicago, I'm with good. a play-by-play opening, and that's what he puts on tape last night. That is just telling everybody, you know what? Don't hire me. That's what that is. That is a call last night that Ken is saying, you know what? I don't actually love being a play-by-play guy. I got the show on ESPN West Palm, which is way bigger than that anyway, which he's right about. But that's Ken saying, I do this because I have to, not because I want to. Wow. That is Ken LaVica right there saying, this is not worth my time. But because you got to the Final Four last year and I plugged in a Comrex, I guess I'll do this for you. Ooh. That's somebody doesn't who doesn't like his job. That's clear. I I can't wait to relay that to him, uh, Evan. I, I saw you were uh, hurt by Chris Canty. I know he uses those big paws. He used to use them on offensive oh, linemen. Yeah, Damn, that's not a joke. Yeah, he slapped me today. That actually did hurt. He, he caught one of those swim moves, a slap from uh, or one of the slap moves from Chris Canty uh, live on on uh, Unsportsmanlike today. So uh, recover from that, get well, and uh, we'll see you next Thursday. Wait, can I just tell you one thing? Yeah. One thing on this? Oh, no. Okay. My guess is last night, Greg and Joyce Labicka, Ken's parents, oh, of course. were in attendance right next to him. They had to be ashamed. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> they had to be ashamed as parents. As grandparents, they look at their two little daughter, their granddaughters, and they probably say, you know what? Thank God we can just talk to the women in that house and not the man of the house because that man was a joke last night. We all know it. We're going to give him a chance to redo it here live on the air in the second hour. So we, I appreciate you giving the inspiration behind him giving a second chance at this. Um, and maybe he'll uh, maybe he'll resubmit the second chance at the uh, Chicago job. Maybe that'll work out for him. Thanks for your time. Man, and you know what? I could put in a good word for him. I know somebody who may be involved in that. <laughs> All right. See you guys. Bye, <laughs> Evan. Evan Cohen from Unsportsmanlike. You hear him Monday through Fridays, 6 to 10 a.m., with Chris Canty and Michelle Smallman right here on ESPN 106.3. Also, you'll hear them every Thursday here on LaVica, Theo, and Stone. Uh, when we come back, we bring in Ken LaVica. He's going to have to answer for that terrible, terrible call uh, when FAU beat Loyola. He's going to have to answer for that and maybe do a redo. Uh, we'll see if he's up for the call, up for the challenge. That's Stone Labanowitz. That's Jeanette Javier. I'm Theo Dorsey. It's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3.